everybody, and welcome to a special quick cast edition of Go Rangers Radio. Live from New York, baby, with yours truly, Mr. Paul Cuthbert. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome aboard your friend and mine, Mr. Kevin DeLore, KD. How you doing, buddy? I'm like all discombobulated over here. It's not a Wednesday. I don't know what's going on. Friday fun, baby. What's happening? Nothing, man. Feeling good. Nice, nice win last night. You know, you always like to beat uh, beat up on Torts a little bit there. You know, get them angry. I like the angry shots of Torts on the bench. That's always fun to see. <laughs> um, you know, you know the, the game itself, I don't think the Rangers played particularly well other than our boy, Georgie boy. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, who stole one for, for us last night. But, uh, you know, his trade value now has never been oh, higher. Come on. You're not <laughs> trading my Georgie boy. Let's go. First round pick. Let's go. Oh, come on, man. You can't get rid of that guy. If Hank goes down, we need him, baby. We have Shesty, Shest Yorkin, uh, my boy. We haven't seen enough of Shesty yet. I gotta see him, you know. It's all it's crazy though, man. What a rip, man. We're talking about this Wednesday night, and the kid just goes all world uh, last night against the Jackets. And man, did he need to. Forty seven shots against last night, buddy. We also touched on the defensive struggles. Man, it all kind of came to fruition last night. Special teams gave up five penalties last night. What the hell is going on to get out of there with a two points? It's crazy. Well, Paulie, you know, you were talking about what the Rangers system is and you're wondering what it is. I think it's just <laughs> let the other team shoot as much as possible on our goaltender and hope he say, and hope he bails us out. Oh, my God. That's, and, Quinn, that's Quinn's system right now. And he basically said that in his post-game press conference. <laughs> I got to hear some him some words. All right, let's just recap real quick here. 3-2 win last night. Panarin uh, homecoming there at CBJ. Nice video for him. Uh, they go in there. Lemieux scores. Truba. Panarin gets one. The game-winning goal. Great stuff. Uh, Georgiev was just unbelievable like we talked about. Um, and then, uh, like I said, it was just – I tell you, man – I was going to tweet a few times during the game, but I just you never really got a chance because just so much chaos was going on. But, man, the camera rarely panned. Le- Who played goal last night for Columbus because we barely got to see him? It was all in our end last night, man. But real quick, after the game, Quinn, no pace, not physical. Uh, didn't expect to win last night with that effort. <laughs> uh, he went on praising George Evans. Everybody did. Uh, no defensive zone coverage, major problem, uh, not committed to supporting each other, uh, just surprised at the team uh, effort in general, uh, and that's his team, buddy. <laughs> Take safe it away. To say, safe to say he wasn't happy with what went on in that one. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and he said it, and he has said during his press conferences, when we're good, we're good. When we're bad, we're bad. <laughs> and, boy, were they bad last night. But and and they had they had two shots in the third period two, <laughs> I mean goodness gracious. But you know, like you said, and, and we were talking about uh, Georgiev was was amazing last night. He had those two saves where cross crease it was o- an open net, and the one in the final seconds was just I, I jumped off my couch. I was like, oh my! I was like, did he save that? <laughs> I mean, just just unbelievable. So. Look, we've been we've been used to, you know, games like that since Lundqvist has been on this team and goalie performances like that along the way. I mean, it's usually Hank, but, you know, now you got Georgiev in, in the fray here, you know, making up for just a terrible defensive effort. So, you know, what else is new with this team? Lots of shots against, 
you know, uh, hoping your goaltender bails you out. And, and somehow, some way, more often than not, our goaltender does. I tell you, man, I <laughs> it was it's <laughs> this team is driving us a little crazy, I think, because, you know, we were you know, you talk about, uh, you know, the Vegas win. And Quinn touched on that, too. He said and I was talking about that in the, in the podcast on Wednesday, too, like. You know, there was a couple of mistakes. You talk about, you know, Georgiev's, um, man, he looks so much like Richter, man. The way he moves across the net, man. His lateral movement is just unbelievable. And I was talking about how Hank kind of let a couple of soft ones get by him the other night where, you know, maybe if, and you talked about maybe Georgiev should have played in that game. It's just these yeah. little aspects of it. But, uh, man, just this has been like, I'm out of words here because it's, it's, it's funny how we've been talking about it. And then it's like it's playing out on this stage where, you know, they have these games where they just look like all world. And then how do you just how do you come out last night like, like, like that? And, you know, the way Quinn is going off, uh, you know, collect, talk, talking as a team last night. But, man, you know, that's Lindy Ruff's squad over there. What the hell's going on? Yeah, I mean, you have to hope where they have this again, up and down and roller coaster season and heck, uh, Jekyll and Hyde. And you're not sure who you're going to get tonight. I mean, you just have to hope it's it's more, more based on, on youth and inexperience. And I know we have some veterans on the team, but there is a lot of youth. And, and hopefully we could just sort of chalk it up to that because, you know, you just wonder what, what goes on there. And, and again, I, I blame Quinn, you know, for not being ready in the Vegas game. And, and, and it's got to fall on the coaches a little bit, too. Like, how are these guys not ready to go every night? You know, it seems like sometimes they're just... Uh, you know, just out there going through the motions, you know, and, and uh, it's, it's concerning that, that Quinn has to go out there and, and there's been more than, than, you know, a handful of times where he's questioned, you know, the team's passion, the dedication, and, you know, you wonder what, what's going on there. I mean, I don't think they're tuning him out or tuning the coaching staff out or anything, but you know what, he's got to figure this out. It, it's really unacceptable at this point, you know, and, and again, you know, I'm, I'm, Pro Quinn, pro rebuild, pro everything. But, you know, this is sort of a little bit of a black eye, I guess, you know, with what's going on here is this, you know, uh, this mixed effort that you're getting from game to game. Yeah, look, I mean, I brought it up the other night and I didn't really wasn't planning on it to kind of maybe, you know, uh, be backed up by an effort last night when I brought up what kind of a system is Quinn running here. I mean, last night, obviously, uh, you know, in 19 shots on goal, uh, you know they get uh, they get the they get the power play goal last night. They go one for two, but offensively, there just really wasn't much happening there as far as five on five. And then obviously the the penalties they gave up, but you just couldn't see them really get anything established. You know, it's just you sit there and you go, what's going on here? You know, you, from game to game, the the, the switching. Up, it's just all right. So you say youth, right? You know, these guys have all played structured hockey since they were kids. You know, no matter what level it is, to me, you know, everybody's been at a game plan. Everybody goes through ups and downs. But there's got to be a cohesiveness and some sort of, uh, at least some sort of consistency. Right now, the Rangers' consistency is being inconsistent. <laughs> and, you know, like I said, we've we've said or I've said it's okay if they go two, you know, win two, lose two, whatever. But man, it, it really seems like they're going to settle into that groove. I say that within the hopes that they're going to, you know, really kind of take off here, go from one game, build on, and go to the next. And uh, man, 
they're so lucky to get out of that game with the point last night, and we've talked about it too. Everybody knows how strong their goaltending is, and it was huge last night, obviously with Georgiev. But you know, uh, you know, you talk about Quinn; it's it's kind of a little all over the place, and you know, we're, we're pushing thirty games here. And, um, again, we're positive. It's part of the rebuild. And the last thing I'll say about the youth, because, you know, Quinn also said he felt the game on Monday. The young guys weren't really playing that well because he felt about the travels, you know, the, the scheduling, uh, eight games and 13 games or whatever. And uh, he was talking about that. He chalked that up because he said they didn't. he didn't feel that they played as bad against uh, Vegas as, say, they played last night. So it's funny how the coach is just as curious as we are as fans, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, actually, you know, what's sort of funny about, you know, there was obviously a lack of offense in, in the game is their three goals were gorgeous. Like the the pass from Zabinijad to out front to Lemieux, that's just an amazing play. The power play goal by Truba, great puck movement. And then the Panarin goal, you can't ask for a better goal. You had the Howden had a behind-the-back pass into the slot to D'Angelo who found Panarin wide open for a, for a one-timer. I mean, all three of those goals are, are showstoppers. I mean, those are those are great goals. So in the midst of them sort of doing nothing, you have these amazing goals. Like if you look at the highlights of the game, you're like, wow, the Rangers probably had a really good game. These are some beautiful goals that they're setting up. So the skill is there to produce that kind of great offense. And, and for them, like you said, it's just the inconsistency of either the effort or, or whatever it is. Um, but the skill level and the talent is there, and that's, I think, what, what makes it all the more frustrating that they can come out with, you know, just 19 shots and a, and a two-shot third period. It's, it's, it's sort of mind-blowing sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and, and not to discredit uh, Columbus here and, and Tort's team, and, I mean, they really poured it on there last night. And, again, Georgiev basically, I mean, it could have been a really bad, ugly game for us when you think about it, if you're going to look at the numbers and the stats and everything else and, and the way everything kind of... And I feel like we say that all the time. It could have been ugly. It could have been worse if it wasn't for <laughs> Lundqvist or if it wasn't for, you know, the power play. Or, you know, it's, it's you know, they're just giving up. They're just bleeding shots. And, and, uh, and actually, in the high act, ended up getting hurt last night. So they were only run, rotating five defensemen, which could have been part of the problem, you know, last night. So... Um, even though, you know, Hayek has been a lot of the problem, maybe better with him out of the lineup <laughs> anyway. But um, so they were running five defensemen last night, which which obviously makes it a little bit more difficult. But, you know, it, it shouldn't be that bad. And, and I guess, I mean, I'm assuming we see Mark Stahl tonight um, against Montreal if Hayek can't go. Yeah, I don't know that, if that'll make things worse. That actually, <laughs> it might get worse. <laughs> Two bags of popcorn tonight, buddy. That's what you're going to need. Hey, look, man, you brought up a, a real – I was listening back the other night, and you brought up a great point about, you know, because we were talking about Georgiev and uh, the waiver clause and uh, your buddy Shashestrin down there in, 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 in the AHL. But you brought up the fact, like, you know, w- would you trade Hank because these guys, these young guys – you know, if let's say they went with George Evans to Sestrin and all the rubber that they would face and it might traumatize them and ruin them for down the road. And your argument was, is maybe we got to keep a guy like Hank on this team, uh, you know, and, and this is pushing aside all the, the, the quick trade talk. And I don't want to go back into it, folks, if you haven't heard it, listen to the episode the other night. But, man, when you see a game like last night. You know, and, and, and Georgiev is just unbelievable. He's a pro. He's, he's advanced, for, advanced for his age because his post-game 
you know, uh, you know, uh, interviews afterwards. It's nothing for him, you know what I'm saying, which is great. But I, I was just kind of laughing there at about what you said on, on Wednesday night about, man, if you bring the two young guys up and they get hammered every night with these shots, what's it going to do for their long-term career? Yeah, I mean, obviously he was able to handle it last night, but you wonder if it's sort of game after game, if that's, uh, if that's such wearing on it a young goaltender look they'll get a lot of experience a lot of shots nhl shots which i guess is a good thing but you know you don't want to kill their confidence although uh georgie boy's confidence is probably sky high today after a performance like that he is a confident guy though if you if you read some of his interviews um over the year he he said he always knew he was going to be or he was the top goaltender in russia or was going to be one of the top goaltenders coming out of russia so He's got a confident level to him, which is something a goaltender needs. You can't lose confidence as a goaltender. You got, you always got to be feeling good about yourself because as soon as you, you know, any doubt sort of creeps in your mind, that's that's when you start struggling and having a, a hard time in between the pipes. So, you know, I love his mindset. And it, whenever he's had a, a tough game, he's definitely bounced right back. Or even in game, that Montreal game where he had a tough start and he bounced right back, and he was a big reason for that huge comeback last week against Montreal. So, yeah, I mean, right now I'm definitely encouraged with, with his mindset and, and obviously his play on the ice. Yeah, no no doubt about it, especially, you know, that, that blowout against Tampa Bay, too. No, I think his maturity is there. Uh, again, Kevin, it's, you know, all this chaos that's going on in this team, and we're still hanging in there uh, as far as points and, and staying close in the mix, and that's all we want. Uh, you know, what you can hope for here is this, this roller coaster ride that we keep continuing to talk about. It's better that it happens now at the beginning of the year. Because obviously you want these guys to learn from this, grow from it, uh, and if they can get you know into the new year and, and, and be you know at least close to a wild card position, a wild card position, uh, that's all positive stuff. And then maybe when the Jets get turned on, like every team in this league from January through to May, uh, jetting for the playoffs, um, we'll take all this right now because you don't want this happening. You don't want to get teased here a little bit and then this start to all fall apart, you know, in uh, in February and March, especially if they're kind of, uh, you know, outside the pocket there with a chance to get into the playoffs. Because, like I said, you talk about everybody sees it. The talent's there. Uh, the goals last night, brilliant goals. Uh, the goaltending, absolutely fantastic. Uh, defensively, these guys offensively are, are excellent. Defensively, this system, whatever kind of system it is right now, it's obviously not working. But, uh, you know, we'll take this right now. Great thing is tonight they get to get right back at it at Montreal at home. Uh, they kicked these guys' butts, uh, you know, uh, last week. Uh, Montreal's gone 1-1 one and one since then. They did us a favor and beat the Islanders for us the other night. Uh, but I guess maybe uh, let me just get your take on that in terms of uh, what I was just talking about with that outlook in terms of better this happens now than, say, two months from now. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, you really can't judge this team on what's going on in December. I mean, you want to see progress and, and with the rebuild and with these younger guys. I, you know, I'm going to judge it more on is this still happening in March? Is this still happening in, in at the end of the season in April? Um, you know, that's that's where I'd be a little bit more concerned if, if this is still happening then, um, where you're not seeing the defense tighten up even a little bit by then, um, which will be a concern. So, you know, to get uh, while I'm bothered by it and, um, you know, there is some criticisms towards Quinn and, and Ruff in the system, you know, I'm not going to completely freak out just yet. Again, if I'm still seeing this stuff come come springtime, you know, I may have to, you know, uh, rethink my uh, my plan on, on Quinn and my positivity towards Quinn um, and, and whether or not he is the coach 
you know, to lead this team in a rebuild and, and beyond. Because if you're not seeing any progress and development on the defensive end, you know, this team is going nowhere. You have a bunch of young guys who are going to be coming up in the next couple of years. And for them to walk into this uh, disorganization that, that's happening on the defensive end, you know, it, it's concerning because they'll pick up bad habits. Um, it'll destroy their confidence. And then you have all these great co- prospects that we were talking about last like, last time, like Andre Miller, um, Lundquist, and, and, and the likes, that the Keen, that are coming up. You know, that's the last thing they need to walk into um, is discombobulation, you know, on the defensive end. You know, you, you like to have a good structure in place uh, where they could just walk in, feel comfortable, take, you know, a little bit of lumps and, and, and be on their way. But, you know, it's it's right now I'm not going to get crazy, but I am concerned that that could be the uh, potential for disaster, um, you know, in the next the rest of the year or or even beyond. Well, they get a chance to come back tonight, man. You know, Montreal is going to come out flying. Uh, They're going to want these two points just as bad as the Rangers. So we'll definitely have to watch the adjustments tonight and see how they bounce back from that game. Uh, and then I got to say, KD, looking at the West Coast trip next week, I'll say it too. I'll say it myself here. If if it gets bad out West, or let's say they um, continue to have Columbus-like games as they did last night, you have to think JD and Gorton are going to start evaluating. I'm not talking about Quinn here, but maybe definitely on the Lindy Ruff side. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know how that works usually. I, I can't remember too much. and Maybe this is the last thing we'll just talk about before we say goodbye to everybody today, KD, is um, just the thoughts. Usually when a, a coach gets fired, it's usually the head coach and the staff. I, I don't remember too well. Maybe you can think of it when they would let, let – let's say they would turn around here and say, hey, look, Lindy, it's just not working out. we got to let you go and bring in somebody else. Um, do you think that's something that the Rangers seriously have to look at here uh, depending on how this trip goes? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they, I don't think it would be something that happens in season, to be honest. I mean, I, I think that if that was going to happen, it would probably happen at the end of the year. So I, I don't think even if it's a, if it's that bad of a trip, and I don't think it will be, you know, again, this team has been so up and down. I can't imagine like every game is going to look like last night against Columbus. It better so. not, buddy. We're not going <laughs> to well, make it. Yeah. So I, I don't think that that happens too often where you get rid of sort of a, um, a defensive coach or a PK coach. I'm not even sure what Ruff's sort of title is, is with the team, but um, <laughs> that, that you see more in other sports. I mean, you see it in baseball where maybe they get rid of the hit, hitting coach during a, a hitting slump, but I don't think that that really happens too much in, in hockey. So yeah, I mean, if they do continue to struggle, yeah, JD is going to have to, uh, you know, have, have maybe some meetings with, with Gordon and Quinn and, and try to figure things out. JD's been sort of quiet, huh? I mean, you don't really see too much for him other than last night because he was sort of back at Columbus. But he's been real quiet. You know, you don't really see him in the media too much and, and discussing the team. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what sort of that's about, if that's just the way he is and, and he keeps to himself or, or what that is. But you, you, don't really, you haven't seen too many interviews with him discussing the team and where the team is at and how the rebuild is progressing. So you wonder if they do have, uh, if they do continue to struggle on the defense, Ben, if you will see him out in front of the media. Uh, I tell you, if it goes bad out West, buddy, we're going to hear from JD when they get back from the West coast. That's my prediction, buddy. We'll see what happens. The, the team will be in the Chateau Bow Wow. Woo-hoo! All right, folks, there you go. Special quick cast edition. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you share, tell your friends, subscribe, say goodbye to the folks, KD. Goodbye, folks. All right, enjoy the game tonight. Let's go, Rangers!